story that uh, you know really shocked a lot of people and scared a lot of people and continues to roil on is this story of uh, Elizabeth Wetlofer, who's a former Ontario nurse who's accused of killing eight seniors in two long-term care homes. And uh, there are new charges uh, in that case. And, and to tell you a little bit about it, uh, I'll just give you a little bit of sound of uh, Global News' Mike Drolet. We always knew there was the possibility of more charges being laid against the 49-year-old former nurse. And today, almost three months after Elizabeth Wetlofter was charged with uh, eight counts of first-degree murder, she now faces an additional six charges, four of attempted murder, two of aggravated assault from her time working in nursing homes here in Woodstock, another in Paris, Ontario, and a third private home in Ingersoll, Ontario. Now, important in the indictment today, they list insulin as the drug she allegedly uh, injected into her victims, which is important because when she was first charged, we suspected that it was insulin, but we didn't know for sure. Police refused to, uh, to uh, confirm that at the time. And, you know, that uh, doesn't make, uh, it's it's such a tough story. I'm sorry, I'm sort of a loss for words here. Uh, One of the things that uh, Mike was uh, also mentioning, went on to mention on the uh, newscast today on Global News, was uh, that some of the uh, victims' families uh, were able to hold a sort of impromptu news conference outside the courtroom and uh, wanted to let people, uh, let the public know exactly what they want uh, Elizabeth Wetlofer to know. We want her to see how hurt and how much pain we have for our loved ones and how much pain she's created and see some faces. It's just not a, a face in her past of what she's done to someone who is now gone and can't uh, speak for themselves. She needs to see the pain in the faces that still exist. And like I said, this story shocked a lot of people and it scared a lot of people and especially people who have family who are in long-term care homes and people who know that one day they will have family in those homes and people who know that one day they themselves will be in those homes and in the care of uh, of nurses who you hope have your best interest at heart and will do everything to make sure that you stay alive. Joining me right now is Candice Chartier, who is the uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Ontario Long-Term Care Association. Thanks for joining me today, Candice. Hi there. How are you? Candice, how hard has this story hit the industry of long-term care homes? It's, it's hit us really, really hard. Um, personally, as a, as a registered nurse, I, I it this brings tears to my eyes because I can't possibly fathom if the alleged um, crime is, is in place, then I just, it's it really hit our sector immensely hard. Are you hearing from clients who are scared or worried and, you know, there's got to be a lot of misplaced anger in all of this too towards, uh, towards anyone or uh, anything and anyone who's involved in this industry. Yeah, and and we haven't really heard a lot recently. One of the, I mean, we've been very proactive when this first surfaced and, you know, our message, our key message basically is that long-term care homes are among the safest in the country. I, I mean, you know, 
for those that don't know, Ontario long-term care homes have more regulations that speak to safety than any other jurisdiction in Canada. Really? So claims that suggest homes are unsafe are just really misleading. And I, what do you say to a uh, family member or someone who says, you know, I wouldn't want to put someone in a, in a home because, you know, you don't want them to become a victim. You don't want them to... You, you want the best for your family member when you when you put them into uh, one of these establishments and you don't you don't <laughs> of course you don't want someone to be you know willingly and knowingly doing harm to them what do you say to to someone who's concerned about that well you know what when the new long-term care homes act came into place there's one um, there's one word in there and it's called home and that's why it's called the long-term care homes act and that act was created in order to ensure that each home does meet those individual residents' needs. And, you know, if you look at a long-term care home, that home is inspected regularly against over 500 provincial regulations that speak to safety and quality. So to, to say that residents aren't safe is an understatement. And, I mean, the majority of the 630 homes in the province are you know, functioning very well, high quality care and really good things happening. So, I mean, we're shocked at the anomaly of something like this. This has never happened before in our, in our, this has never happened before in Canada. And so, you know, it's not the norm in long-term care. And I guess it's, that's the message I just keep trying to push out. And I know, Candace, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to, you know, make you have to answer for something that uh, is a terrible, I, I don't mean to be putting this all on you or all on uh, your organization, because I do know that the vast majority of uh, long-term care homes are good and do have their, uh, their clients' best interest at heart. Uh, is there that feeling in the industry that, you know, all of you are being marked with the same label or tarred and feathered because of uh, this uh, one person and their crimes or their alleged crimes. Well, and I mean, and, you know, thank you for that, because that is the message we've been trying to push. I mean, caring for seniors in Ontario in long-term care is way more complex than even three years ago. So with the, the drive to keep people at home longer, what happens is by the time a resident comes into long-term care, they're more, they're more frail, they're much more sicker, and, you know, 9 out of 10 residents have some form of cognitive impairment. So, you know, it's for this reason that, you know, we really take every incident um, of high priority. If there's any incident that happens, the homes treat it seriously. And, you know, when we look at the number of seniors across the province, the incidents of abuse are not that common, but... If anything, I, the one thing I need to say is that my heart goes out to those family members, to those staff, and those residents, because this is not the norm. This is not what people going through the nursing profession profess to do, and this is not what long-term care homes look like. Long-term care homes are home for seniors that need that extra special care. Now, taking it away from what uh, allegedly Elizabeth Wetlaufer has done and the charges there, uh, one of the things you mentioned just now was that people are waiting longer before putting people, putting their elderly loved ones into a home. Is there something inherently wrong with that? Should you know? I know that uh, a lot of people would rather have them 
uh, in their own home for as long as possible. Are people misguided in thinking that? Should they be, are people suffering in their own homes before and then in bad shape by the time they get to you? I don't think it's that. I think that um, what's happened is, although the shift to caring for people in the community has happened, we fully support that. But the result is that there comes that tipping point where people can't care for loved ones at home anymore. And then, you know, if you look at over the next 10 years, there's going to be twice as many seniors over the age of 75. We have to improve things today if we're going to even start thinking about how we handle the needs tomorrow. And that's why, you know, our our budget submission calls for more beds so that access can be enhanced, particularly in key areas of the province where capacity may be challenged. And, uh... I, I know that uh, you know there. There's is there a any sort of uh, marketing plan or uh, anything to get out that message to uh, to people who who need to know or who are feeling a little bit uh, nervous about putting their loved one in long term care. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I can encourage anybody that listens, um, I would encourage them to go to our our advocacy website, BetterSeniorsCare.ca. It gives the public a very clear message of what the reality is right now in long-term care. And it looks at, um, it outlines our plan about improving the foundation of the long-term care sector and sustaining it moving forward. So it's really, you know, an educational platform that talks about ensuring that there's more resources in place to support residents with dementia and more beds and more specialized staffing and more sustainability in our sector. And actually, if they go on that website, they can actually uh, do a petition for their local MPP. And Candace, just uh, before I let you go, I want to return back to the wet law for case here. Is there anything that uh, the uh, Long-Term Care Association is thinking of doing, uh, you know, to make sure that there isn't another case like this? Is there anything that you can do to make sure that there isn't a case like this? You know what? I I really can't. um, I can't talk about uh, an alleged case that uh, or an active investigation Mm -hmm. but what I can say is that nothing like this has ever happened before I don't think any type of regulation or legislation could prevent something like this from happening it's it's just if this happened the way that it's alleged it happened it's just the most disheartening um, sad sad incidents that hopefully would never, ever happen again. I don't know how you would ever be able to predict or prevent something like this. I appreciate your time today. Uh, good luck in the future. I know that uh, it's uh, hard work, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's rewarding work as well and uh, helping people in the uh, trying times in their lives. Thank you, and uh, thank you for reaching out. Appreciate it. That is uh, Candice uh, Chartier, Chartier, Candace Chartier. Why am I having a hard time with that? Uh, who is the chief executive officer of the Ontario Long-Term Care Association, and I appreciate uh, her joining us today to talk a little bit about that.